Hello and welcome to Stew on This. This week's episode is called Ridiculous. You know, it's really interesting picking topics for podcasts lately for a lot of reasons. One of the minor reasons is getting past this little voice in my head that questions whether everything I held as true five months ago is still true today. But that's indeed a minor challenge because the answer always comes right back as a resounding yes. Not only as true as ever, but perhaps more important than ever. So I'm going to talk about one of those today, and I'm going to use three quotes that I love to illustrate the point. First is from the Buddha, who said, When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. Second is from A Course in Miracles. I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. And the last, my favorite, is from Mark Twain, who said, It ain't what we don't know that gets us in trouble. It's what we know for sure that just ain't so. Well, each of those quotes deserves its own podcast. But they all mean the same thing to me, and that essentially is that joy, peace, and love are what we experience unless we choose to entertain something else. Joy, peace, and love are what we experience unless we choose to know something else. So if this is true, even though it's considerably harder right now to perhaps accept this, the only hindrances we have to experiencing exactly what we want most in life are our own false beliefs, our own stories. Not what's going on out there, though that is definitely bringing up some false beliefs and some stories. The only hindrances we have to experiencing love, joy, and peace are what Sigafoos, my mentor, would have called our counter-intentions. We have these beautiful intentions, but then most of all our thoughts stray elsewhere. For instance, we might affirm something like, I am love. And even believe it. But then our next thousand thoughts are negative or judgmental about ourselves or others. We might say, I am abundant. And then the next thousand thoughts we have are about what we don't have or, or about how money is bad or how we're going to have to work so much harder to get it or we're going to have so much more responsibility when we have it or, or we're going to start worrying about losing it. Or we might say, I am whole and healthy. And then our next thousand thoughts are about personal protective equipment or vaccines or, or how we're all weak and vulnerable. This is a wonderful time to remember that every thought we have is either taking us towards what we know that is so or toward what we know that ain't so. And where do all these counterintentions come from? Well, most of it is habit. You know, again, they, they tell us that we have 60,000 thoughts approximately every day and that 98% of them are exactly the same. Where did they come from originally? Well, media certainly does a good job of convincing us we can't be happy with all the stuff they're selling. Media does a pretty good job of convincing us that we're supposed to be sick. We get some of our counterintentions from other people, like our parents, our teachers, our influences early in life. But you know what? 
it's not even that important to know where they came from. It's a lot more important to notice them and then see if we can get those thoughts aligned with what we actually know in our heart to be true. Because when we get our thoughts aligned with our values, we become more like a laser beam instead of a flickering light bulb. We're much more effective, we're much more focused, we're much more successful, we're much more able to access all the important things in life. So the general formula for dealing with counterintentions is to notice them, to acknowledge them, to honor them by seeing if there's anything in there that might serve us. And then to go ahead and reframe them by affirming something we know for sure that is so, like love. So we want to notice, and sometimes the most powerful noticing, the most powerful noticing that can actually disempower some of these counterintentions is to laugh. <laughs> Laughing at ourselves allows us to notice with lightness. It works a lot better than saying something like, you idiot, you should know better. You've been doing this work for years. You should never entertain counterintentions. I don't know if that sounds familiar to you or not, but it does to me. No, we can do this with lightness. Lightness will definitely make it easier, us, easier for us to remember that we're entertaining something that just ain't so. One of the most productive things that Hillary and I did during the lockdown was to watch all eight Harry Potter movies. yoo -hoo. Hey, it took us like a week. And that was a beautiful example in one of the Harry Potter movies of everything I'm talking about. Our counterintentions are like boggarts. Boggarts. And in one of the episodes, boggarts were introduced, they were like, bogeymen that assume the shape and the appearance of our greatest fear. And here, here are the words of Professor Lupin. He said, the charm that combats a boggart is ridiculous. The charm requires a strong mind and good concentration. The incantation and wand movement alone will not affect a boggart. The correct way to perform the charm is to push past the fear and concentrate on something that will make the boggart look amusing. The charm does not, in fact, repel a boggart. It just forces it to assume a shape that the caster will find comical, inspiring laughter, which will defeat a boggart. He goes on to say that boggarts are particularly fond of inhabiting dark, confined places such as wardrobes, the gap between beds, and the cupboards under sinks and desks. Well, our counterintentions may not always show up as our greatest fear, but most of them are fear-based, and they do seem to like to hide in the dark and get us in trouble. So, let's invite them out of the wardrobe, stand up to them, say ridiculous, and change them into something funny, or at least ironic, so we can make our next thousand thoughts about something real, beautiful, and true. Because you know what? All those thoughts are just as true as they were five months ago. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>